Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. So good to be back online. We're trusting God on a daily basis that we are taking care of our hearts and watching over our lives, preparing for the soon coming of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. But let's worship him who's worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise. We give you thanks. You're faithful. Hallelujah. Possessor of heaven and earth, we worship you. We worship you. Creator of the ends of the earth, we worship you. Our Father, we give you thanks. Precious Lord Jesus, thank you for everything. We worship you. Your name be honored. Your name be glorified. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Mambra la bakata bakastaya. Prasata kasta katakala babayanda. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 There's just something about that name. Master. Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Kings and kingdoms, they'll all pass away, but there's something about your name. Oh, we worship you who is worthy. Alaboko singa babrante fefele jimbreste. For your kingdom endures forever. All the glory of man as the grass will fade. And the fashion thereof as the flower that falls. But the word of the Lord and the kingdom shall be forever. We worship him who is worthy. Hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Faithful God, Bapraste Predipete Korokusembrediste. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Precious Holy Spirit, we worship you. Thank you for you are the one that's with us. The member of the Godhead that's with us right now. Hallelujah. Thank you for helping us. 
Hallelujah. We worship you. Mashakala taparasikeliyanti. Redokula paratakalite keresia. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For eyes that see and ears that hear what you have, precious Lord, for each one. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We receive today. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You know, I like to thank God for people who have been working with us all this time, who have been with us, and particularly during the season of fierce uh, nature and atmosphere of these last days over the past two years how things have been but they have stayed they dug in their heels and remained with us and they were able to do all of this just because they were there and I really like to thank God for each one of them it reminds me of the verses that were written to Timothy in a personal letter from Paul as it is written in Second Timothy Uh, Chapter 2, verse 1, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Notice that you could be strong in the grace and uh, enjoy the benefits of all that, but notice the next step is verse 2, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Hallelujah. So there is an aspect to being able to communicate and uh, enable others to continue and pass that gracious message on. Hallelujah. And without that, uh, the, the chain in, and the link is not really working. And it's all about getting to you and then passing through you to affect others. Hallelujah. And that is what we have to keep in mind. Verse 3 continues, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And there is this aspect of hardness that we have to endure. It's, uh, it's not easy. Hallelujah. But you have to endure. Because you are not just a ballet dancer for Jesus, thank God for ballet, but you're a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You're actually enlisted in the Lord's army. Verse 4 continues, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Hallelujah. So our target is, you can see, to please the one who chose us to become that soldier. Hallelujah. The one who enlisted us. Amen. But every now and then that can become fuzzy. We may lose that focus and thank God we have the word to get us back. The Amplified says in verse 4, No soldier when 
in service gets entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. His aim is to satisfy and please the one who enlisted him. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. So, you know, all of this boils down towards what we're talking about, that we're grateful that there have been people who have stayed the course and stood with us till this very minute, and we've been through quite a lot, like everybody in the world, but ours may be a little different because we are not of this world. We are actually soldiers, and you may not see our our green beret and our, our medallions, but we have stood till today, and I believe you have fought many good wars and won. Hallelujah. You fought the good fight of faith. You've endured the hardness, and you're still standing. Hallelujah. A whole group of people have left the planet, but you're still here. And uh, we are so grateful that they, uh, you know, stood with us till today, and we're still here together. Praise God. So my thanks to you, our deep love and appreciation. Hallelujah. Ah, let's see if we can hear this in Canada also. Second Timothy chapter two, verse one to four. Adadarinda Nanna Magane, Nino Krista Yesuvina Liruva Krupeli Balawagiru. Aneka Sakshigala Munde Nino Naninda Kedida Vugadane, Tarige Sahabodhisa Shaktarada Nambigasta Manusharige Opisikodu. Hallelujah. You remember that we are at war. Ha <laughs> ha. Praise God. And sometimes you can go A-W-O-L or away on leave or, you know, away without permission or whatever. But um, thank God we're still here. Hallelujah. No man that warreth, verse 4 says, entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. There's nothing wrong with, um, you know, being like everybody else. But our main thought is to please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Hallelujah. The one who has enlisted us in this army and this warfare. And we may not use regular grenades and tanks and, uh, you know, SAMs and PGMs and uh, depth charges and torpedoes. But we deal in the spirit realm uh, to bring down lofty ideals that are contrary to God's thinking and plan. Because we acknowledge that there is a creator who has given his life through his son for us, that we may become his family, his own children. We may enjoy the place of that inheritance and that family and be with him forever. Hallelujah. All those emotions and desires come from the heart of a loving heavenly father. But then we are sent into so-called enemy territory where the Bible declares plainly in 2 Corinthians 4.4 that the God of this world is against the gospel, against people understanding the truth, and he blinds the minds of those 
who believe not. So today you do not see Almighty God as God of this world. You see our enemy, the devil, Satan, the one who is against the gospel, against Jesus, against these truths, right now, he's the one who is enthroned. But the Bible declares that this age is going to be over shortly. Jerusalem is being trampled under the foot of Gentiles until that moment when Jesus comes and sits on the throne in Jerusalem, a physical throne, and rules from Jerusalem. And those who are faithful, those who are his, will rule and reign with him forever in physical existence. Hallelujah. This is the hope of the gospel. And so you can see right now uh, the culmination of all these things. All these things are coming together right now as the stage is being set for that uh, change of age and change of government. Hallelujah. So this is the last ditch attempt of the world systems to try and put someone on the throne, in quote, physically, as though he's God of this world, a physical person. And that person will be defeated and dealt with forever in the lake of fire by the Lord Jesus, who will now sit on the throne in Jerusalem. Praise God. Very interesting. This is what we believe. This is what the Bible says. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Verse 5 continues, And if a man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned except he strive lawfully. Hallelujah. So there is a way to fight. There is a way to obtain uh, these laurels, these accolades, these crowns, these benefits. It's a lawful way. And we cannot break the rules of the game, in quote. We have to stick with what the master says to be crowned legally. Hallelujah. So all of human attempts and fleshly attempts will not prevail. We have to yield to the spirit and to the truth of God and be led by him in order to be crowned lawfully. Hallelujah. Verse 6 continues, The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. So there's a lot coming in there. Verse 7 says, Consider what I say, that the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Praise God. So he's praying eventually that these things must be understood. Of course, Everything is written up till the second chapter. But, you know, I believe we can also specifically consider the warfare and the husbandman and the sportsman or the farmer and, uh, you know, that event of running uh, the sports and going for a crown and, of course, the warrior. Hallelujah. And so... Try to understand these things apart from your daily life. Try to understand that we are involved in God's scenario, God's plan, not just ours. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 5 all the way to 7 also in Kannada. Hallelujah. 
So we have to be strong. We have to endure. Strength and endurance have to be involved in all of this. How do you get strong? Well, you eat properly. You exercise. You act on certain things. You push against certain uh, forces. You come against loads and you continue and endure to the very end. Hallelujah. So many times you may want to quit. I was watching the other day some fights. Sometimes I like to watch fights. Uh, I, I like, you know, people who, who win constantly. Like one of those fighters is Muhammad Ali. Another one is Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson was quite a, quite a character. And he grew up, uh, you know, in the lower side of life and went to jail many times and was basically grown up in jail. But eventually he was identified for his fighting ability and he became world champion. Uh, Of course, it was very rough and he would finish fights just like that. (laughs) In a couple of seconds, everything would be over. And um, one time he even bit the the ear of uh, another fighter and, you know, he tried with his own, with his own strength to, to stay right there on top. And then recently, you know, there was some little story about him. And then he said, someone asked him, why did you stop fighting? He said, well, I just found out I could not do what I did before. And I believe if you can't do it properly, you should stop. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he has a retirement. But you and I, we don't have retirement. We only have refirement. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And our commander-in-chief who enlisted us said, Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. That is an eternal uh, verse. You know, continue to be strong. Continue to be strong every day. Be strong. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. We give you praise. And then, of course, what we have been hearing has to be communicated to others. So the commander is going to ask us about our communications. What was the communication? We have to communicate while we are in enemy lines. We have to communicate with those who will be able to carry out this warfare and continue to bridge the gap between light and darkness and transform the world into the glorious kingdom of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So the communication of our faith must become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing we have in Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we must be constantly empowered with the things that are ours in Christ. Hallelujah. We have to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's look at a verse or two from that perspective in our strengthening process. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Notice 1 Corinthians 15 and observe there verse 21. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Verse 22, for as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Hallelujah. Amen. Every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward they that are Christ at his coming. 
So there is a place called, you know, being in Christ and they that are Christ's. And we were all in Adam, whether you knew it or not. Your father, your grandfather, your whole community, your village, your settlement, all came from Adam. Hard to believe sometimes, but we all came from the same forefathers. We came from Adam and Eve, according to the Bible. Not Adam and Steve. (laughs) Familiar joke. But um, you are on the earth because there was a male and a female. And so we need to keep it that way. Otherwise, you won't be breathing. You won't be alive. Hallelujah. All of the other stuff does not concern us right now. We want to be basic. We want to be true. We want to be simple. And God is very simply true. Hallelujah. Just stick with his plan. Notice, as in Adam all die, notice, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Praise the Lord. That is a guarantee there that if you get into Christ, you are going to enjoy life. Life indeed, life to the full, life till it overflows. That is the grace that Christ has. Adam had no grace for us. Adam brought us all to death. That's the best that Adam could give us. Praise God. That's the best that our forefathers could bring us to, death. But the grace that is in Christ could empower us to be made alive with the very life and nature of God to actually enjoy the life and ability and nature of God while we are in these physical bodies. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Let's hear 1 Corinthians 15. 21 and 22 also in Kannada. Manushyana mulaka marana untada karana manushyana mulaka ve sattavarige punaruttana untagu vadu. Yava prakara adamanalli ellaru sayuvavaradaro ade prakara kristanalli ellaru jeevitaragu vadu. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Therefore, you can see there are more and more verses like this all over the scripture, particularly in the revelation of Paul. And uh, let's just pick up something like that. Verse 19 of Romans 5. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Hallelujah. Praise God. The disobedience of Adam got us all all of his children, into something known as not just people that sin, but they were by nature sinners. Hallelujah. Not just because of the capacity to sin, but that's what they were born into. And so they could not help it. They were trapped in that nature. They were made sinners. But notice, by the obedience of one, Jesus Christ, many were now made righteous. However... To prove that God is a perfect gentleman, he left us with the choice. Unlike the fall, where we had no choice, we were born into sin. We were born into that nature by natural birth and the failure of our forefather, Adam, and his wife, Eve. Praise God. So we were born into that, and the life and the nature of death was in us. And we had no choice about it. But thank God the Bible declares here that you and I have been now given the opportunity to choose freely whether we want to accept the life that 
Jesus has for us by being obedient to God completely and being so gracious and full of compassion, full of the ability to give what is not earned by us, to give it to us because we choose it as a gift nonetheless. Hallelujah. We have to accept it as a gift, not by any uh, earning capacity of ours because it was unearnable for one that is a slave to be able to buy himself out of it. Hallelujah. One of my old schoolmates from Africa sent a song about, you know, how they used to listen to songs which they did not understand. When we were in school, we would just pick a line here and there, but we wouldn't understand the real complete song. And as we grew older and maybe heard it again, oh, we said, like, that's what they were saying. <laughs> so one of those songs and, you know, back in those days, they only picked one or two lines and they did not know the full meaning of the song. And after hearing the song, he said, wow, this is a song about slavery and how they were beaten and taken off the ships and all of that, you know. And I was born in Africa and um, unfortunately, Africa has been the recipient of a lot of that ill treatment and that's, that's the God of this world and the way he does things. Praise God. But then I, I had a small quote there I just sent along and I said, imagine how wicked spiritual slavery is. Hallelujah, where you're taken by the neck and you are forced into eternal doom in hellfire by force. You're taken there by force. Your forefather Adam sold you into that flame and that fire, that eternal separation and torture. Eternal separation from God and torture forever in the flames of hell. That is slavery that we cannot even imagine. Now we grew up and maybe thought about the song and realized, wow, slavery was bad. Praise God. But spiritual slavery is the worst because at least when a slave dies, that's the end. But here you, you just live forever and ever and ever as a slave in the flames, in the fire of hell, as a slave of Satan, as a slave of disobedience of our forefathers. For nothing that maybe you and I did. Not that we could do anything better. Hallelujah. But because of our forefather cooperating with the enemy, cooperating with the devil, disobeying a direct command, all of us were made spiritual slaves. So Jesus came on the market and came and paid the price necessary for any slave to be free, but left the choice with the slave and said, you can choose if you want to follow me in freedom. And some shook their heads and said, no, we don't want him for whatever reason. But some of us said yes. And whatever happens, we are free. <laughs> I believe you and I are free. You and I are going to make it to heaven. And eternal life is our portion right now. And the glories of that kingdom are ours. That Jesus will take care of us and show us all the way to the end what he has planned for us who have accepted that price and that freedom. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear 
Romans uh, 5:19 also in Kannada. ಒಬ್ಬ ಮನುಷ್ಯನ ಅವಿಧೇಯತ್ವದಿಂದ ಅನೇಕರು ಹೇಗೆ ಪಾಪಿಗಳಾದರೋ ಹಾಗೆಯೇ ಒಬ್ಬನ ವಿಧೇಯತ್ವದಿಂದ ಅನೇಕರು ನೀತಿವಂತರಾಗುವರು of the world very interesting ezekiel 55 i believe says that jerusalem is in the center of the earth that all the nations are arranged around it and so the jewish people have gone across the nations all over the world and um, their effect was seen everywhere whether it was positive or negative the plan was supposed to be that they would be seen by all as a witness of the truth that there is a god who created us who has a plan for us and is good and not evil hallelujah praise god let's hear ezekiel 55 also in canada ದೇವರಾದ ಕರ್ತನು ಹೇಳುವುದೇನೆಂದರೆ ಇದೇ ಯರೂಸಲೇಮು ನಾನು ಅದನ್ನು ಅದರ ಸುತ್ತಲೂ ಇರುವ ಜನಾಂಗಗಳ ದೇಶಗಳ ಮಧ್ಯೆ ಇಟ್ಟಿದ್ದೇನೆ ಪ್ರೇಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಹalleluya so you can see it's not by chance that jerusalem has been planted there and all the nations are all around so by the passing through by their trade by their culture people were supposed to get a witness of the creator god and this gospel message However they got locked up in tradition and uh, pleasing man from the outside and all of the hypocrisies of acting and doing things just for man's sake and forgot the heart of the matter which was that God sees inside God sees the heart and God rewards openly God sees the core thoughts that were going into it all and you can fool others with the externals but god sees the heart hallelujah and this is the person we're dealing with aren't you glad that there's a god who sees it properly that you can actually be rewarded based on your your thoughts and the way you acted upon the word even though others misunderstood you and did not get the import of your life but god saw what you meant and god saw what you did and how you wanted to please him Hallelujah and that's why it's possible to be like Nicodemus and come to Jesus at night and be quiet about it and nobody will know and later on he came and asked for the body of Jesus Christ after his death and he received it Praise God all of these things you know so um these are the facts that you need to understand that there is a God who sees the heart there's a God who sees the intents of the heart not just the thoughts but also the intents of the heart hallelujah we need to get that let's go to the book of hebrews uh, the fourth chapter and observe there this is something that i had thought i would be starting off on sunday but i had to go here and there praise god i try to be open to god as much as possible but this bible study so thank god notice hebrews 412 we were saying the originals were not in english 
they were in uh, Hebrew because it was about them. And then eventually to the rest of the world, which was being predominantly uh, addressed to in Greek. So first it was in Hebrew and then the rest was in Greek. So we had to understand the Hebrew meanings and the Greek meanings, proving therefore that this gospel and this Bible and all of this culture you are seeing in the Bible is not from the West, it's actually from the Middle East. So those who know the the truth about those languages are able to uh, translate it and give it to us in all of these various English translations, trying to accurately capture the mind of God on the matter. That's why we have different versions of the Bible. Sometimes people are confused. Why do you have so many different versions? And why do you have so many different, uh, in quote, groups? It's based on how accurately we're trying to understand what God thought about it. What was God's mind on the matter? And based on understanding, you know, in quote, groups were formed. But we do agree on some central, central core issues, such as Jesus died for our sins. Jesus redeemed us. Jesus was the only one who paid for us. Adam got us all into trouble, but Jesus came and gave us life, but he left it with the choice of the individual. That has to be something that permeates the whole thinking of the Christian faith. Hallelujah. So Paul said, That which you have heard of me among many witnesses, commit thou also to faithful men who will be able to uh, teach others. Hallelujah. But notice Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is quick or alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hallelujah. Not just the thoughts, but why you thought like that. (laughs) Interesting. But the word that we want to look at today is the word for two-edged sword. Two-edged there means, uh, from the original, means, you know, two mouths. Diastomos. Praise God. Two mouths. Isn't that interesting? A two-mouthed. Praise God. Me having two mouths. In other words, God says something, you have to agree with it and say it. Remember on Sunday we touched about that. We have to agree with what God is saying and then say it. How does the blessing come upon a person? It's because they hear it and they agree with it and they begin to say it and it becomes theirs. Hallelujah. How did you accept Jesus? You heard the message. Somehow you heard the message. You agreed with it. And you confessed it with your mouth. That Jesus is Lord. That he paid for your sin. He paid for your curse. And he was raised up the third day. And you were justified. And he's arisen. And he's sitting at the right hand of God. You, you believe that message. Simply. Just like a child. And the Bible says. The grace that is in Christ became yours. And now he says, be strong in that grace. Be strong in that grace. Hallelujah. The grace that is in Christ is yours, but you can be strong in it or you can be weak in it. 
Hallelujah. You can be strong about what you believe and speak. Or you can be weak about what you believe and speak. Hallelujah. When you are strong about what you believe and speak, then what comes out of you is like a sharp, double-edged sword that tears things down and rips even into the dividing line between spirit and soul. And it goes into the marrow, into the joints, into created realms and separates things and lays them bare before the eyes of God. Very, very powerful. No surgical instrument can do that. But you can be strong in that or weak in that. All the grace of God is available to us in Christ, who is the Word become flesh. And that Word is alive. And that Word is, is like just in the pages. But guess what? As you believe it, by reading it and hearing it, it becomes so real to you. You become strong about it. You begin to speak it. And it begins to come out of you in a different dimension altogether. The very life and nature of God who spoke things into being begins to function through you because you are now in his class. You are born of him and you have his very nature by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The gift that God gave to us. Hallelujah. Let's hear Hebrews 4.12 also if we can in Canada. Yakandare Devara Vakyavu Sajiva Vadadu, Shakti Uladu, Yava Ibai Kati Gintalu Hadavadadu, Prana Atma Galanu Kilu Majigalanu Vibagi Suvashtara Matige Turi Vuguvantadu, Rudayada Alochanegalanu, Deshagalanu Vivechi Suvantadu Agide. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. I would like us to read verse 13 also and then We'll jump off for a brief look elsewhere. Notice verse 13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. Guess who he's talking about? He's talking about the word. And the, the word is seeing everything. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. The word is actually alive, a living person who sees everything, the very thoughts and intents of the heart. And we are supposed to agree with that. Verse 14 says, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, notice unveiling who he is, the word of God is also Jesus, the son of God. He is also the great high priest today. At the right hand of majesty on high, bringing a man who has problems to the perfect God. Hallelujah. Mediating between them, using their words, using their prayers. Those who are his are now being perfected in various areas of life. Hallelujah. And so we hold fast to our profession or confession. Hallelujah. Saying the same thing that he has said. This is why we can hold on. Because the great high priest takes those confessions. Takes that faith that you have. That trust that you have in the word of God. And he does something with it before the throne of the almighty. Who happens to be our father. But is a perfect God. Hallelujah. And he wants us to continue to say it. 
Continue to hold on to it because, hallelujah, verse 15, we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Hallelujah. You're saved. You're a child of God. You have the nature of God, but you also have an unrenewed thinking and a fallen thinking which is still resident in your flesh. Hallelujah. In Adam, all died. In Christ, all were made alive. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus had to die uh, to handle the consequences of the death nature of Adam. Praise God. And to give us his own nature by resurrection. Praise God. Hallelujah. And therefore, there is a union in our death in Christ. A union in our burial in Christ. And a union in our resurrection in Christ. A union in our ascension in Christ. A union in our sitting in Christ. Hallelujah. All of this was because Christ decided to become just like us. Take our place perfectly Be like us, be born in a home, somewhere in a location which is around Nazareth. So he's called Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. He came here in the flesh. He was so common that people treated him like nothing special, including his own household. Hallelujah. What an an amazing adaptation to humanity. That even his own relatives did not believe who he was until the resurrection. Amazing. Praise God. But this was for us. Everything was because he had us on his mind. He wanted to turn things around and bring us back to the place where we were actually his own people, his own children, his own family, that we shared the same fathers, the same life, that we had the same possibilities that he also had. And he's a God who believed and spoke and everything he spoke came to pass. Hallelujah. And that is how we are supposed to live. And that's the way we run. And that's the way we fight. And that's the way we farm. And that's the whole thing about us. And we are supposed to be strong in that grace. Continually strong in that gift that we could not earn. That we did not work for. Which was given to us because we could just not obtain that life. And that nature and that ability. And that empowerment. By ourselves. We had to be given that. Hallelujah. And all of this was because Jesus decided he would take our place. And so verse 16 says. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Hallelujah. All of this was so that you and I would not give up. But we would continue to come. Continue to maintain our place with this great mediator, intercessor, great high priest of ours who endured everything that we would have ever gone through, partook of all of humanity's sufferings, endured everything, touched with the feeling of our own infirmities, tempted in all points like we are yet without sin, proven by the resurrection that he rose from the dead so that we could say, okay, because of that, I'm coming boldly, expecting mercy for my failures, for my flops, for my times of missing it, and I'm expecting enduring help again and again 
to go ahead, to be strong and move ahead and finish what I have to in Jesus' name. What a wonderful arrangement. What a wonderful plan. Oh, we give him praise. We give him praise. We give him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's hear 14 all the way to 16 also in Canada if we can. Akashagalanu Dartiho the Devakumara Nada Yesu Vimba Shreshta Mahayajakanu Namagiruvadarinda Navu Madiruva Arikeanu Bigiagi Hidiona Yakandare Namagiruva Mahayajakanu Nama Nirbalava Stayanu Kuritu Anutapa Villa Davanala Athanu Sarva Vishagalali Nama Hage Shodanege Guri Yadaru Paparahitanagidanu Adadarinda Navu Karune and Nuhundu and Teu Athana Krupe in the Samayochitavada Sahayavu Namage Doreu and Teu Dairead in the Krupa Simhasana the Badige Barona. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Notice that God is dealing with the, the failure of Adam as the failure of one man and not as the failure of Eve. Hallelujah. Even though both were involved in it. The decision making was supposed to be his based on authority. And so it is required that he is responsible. The offense of one man, you see, hallelujah. And so let's not skew away from the truth and begin to blame women or the female gender, but rather let us accept what God says that there is a hierarchy and a responsibility that God has ordained. And that's the way it ought to be. Hallelujah. That whether you make the decision or not, Mr. Man, you are responsible for that decision because you are the man. You are the man. (laughs) And so you need to be careful to become aware of all this and become a partaker of this wisdom and counsel of God so you can make Clear decisions because you are going to be responsible for the decision you make for your family and so on. Hallelujah. That's the way God sees it. So you can see the way God thinks is a little bit different. And those who have followed these values, they think differently. Hallelujah. Uh, It's not just the individual choice. First of all, it is the head of the family's choice. And then when they have been uh, empowered with this knowledge, they make good choices. And then each individual is on their own with their choices. That's the structure of God. It is done lawfully. If you are striving in the games, you strive lawfully. If you are employed in the warfare, you are wanting to please the commander who enlisted you, not yourself. There's a way of doing things. Hallelujah. So this is the way God sees it. And we have to line up with the way God sees it. Not what we think about it. That we may be coming back later as some other creature. You know, dog or cat or whatever. All those are ideas that we may have picked up from here and there. But we need to know that there is a God who sees everything. Every desire, every intention of the heart. And we have to deal with him one of these days. Hallelujah. So back in Romans, the fifth chapter, you notice there, verse 21, that as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's hear that also in Canada. (laughs) 
ಹೀಗೆ ಪಾಪವು ಮರಣವನ್ನುಂಟು ಮಾಡುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಪ್ರಭುತ್ವವನ್ನು ನಡೆಸಿದ ಹಾಗೆಯೇ ಕೃಪೆಯು ನೀತಿಯ ಮೂಲಕ ನಮ್ಮ ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನಿಂದಾದ ನಿತ್ಯ ಜೀವವನ್ನುಂಟು ಮಾಡುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಪ್ರಭುತ್ವ ನಡೆಸುವುದು the result of the dominion of sin was death this is what our forefather adam gave to us that's why you see everybody dying and you wonder why do they die and you make up stories that folk tales about death but this is the real reason sin which was going against god's clear instruction notice they must have come in contact with god who said do this don't do that they broke that went against that and therefore they became slaves to sin and that produced death first there was a death in their spirit which eventually caught up in their natural bodies hallelujah because sin is from a spirit activity it's the activity of so called invisible things hallelujah you look good on the outside people see you in the right dress the right kind of practice but inside you're a sinner you are a sinner not because of what you do but because of who you are that's your nature in adam all of us are sinners and all of us have to die but in christ all of us are made alive hallelujah we're given the impartation of the very life of god by the grace that is in jesus and that life can now quicken mortal bodies just like it raised him from the dead and propels the universe that very life of god that runs everything now can begin to work in us and produce results hallelujah amen 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 see the the fact is that even without that life imagine people are able to enjoy uh, so much health so much vitality uh, because our organs they recreate and replenish themselves uh there is a sort of force inside there which they would say nature and uh, etc but that was god's plan even though there was death even though people eventually die they able to prolong their life and have a semblance of heaven down here and so much activity etc etc which may be categorized as blessings and good life but just imagine what would happen if god's own life were imparted into us and the possibilities of that life on the inside now affecting everything about us that's what the grace of god that is in christ can do for us hallelujah that sin has reigned unto death even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by jesus christ our lord there was this problem called righteousness and so if you went to most churches and said how many people are righteous here there would be some half mast almost nothing and once in a while you may see a full hand go up because people were not sure how could you stand boldly before a righteous god and that's why it had to be given to us not by our own worth and earning but rather by the gift that is in Christ Jesus righteousness had to be gifted to us hallelujah amen let's jump off to the 6th chapter of romans and read something there hallelujah verse 23 for the wages of sin is death 
but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. <laughs> Whoa, what a statement. For the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. What a wonderful statement. There is a pay for sin. And the payment you get for it is debt. So every person that's born into this world gets a payment called debt. Because they are sinners. And they may not think so because everybody is the same. They may compare themselves with one another and say, I'm not as bad as this guy. But if you did just one thought and intention that was not right with God, you're already a sinner. And the Bible declares that we are all sinners and we've come short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. The gift of God is eternal life. So man had no ability to earn anything from God. All that he would earn would be death. Therefore, eternal life had to be gifted to us. It had to be given to us by somebody else who took our place, paid in full for it, and then had the grace to give it to us and say, I give it to you because I love you, because you mean everything to me. It's very interesting. And was able to give it. That is the grace that is in Christ. And now the choice is ours. And we have to say yes or no. So the problem is really what you think about Jesus the Christ. What is your estimation of this person? The Christ. Jesus the Christ. The man anointed of God. Who was 100% God and 100% man. And fulfilled every law, every last requirement of heaven's justice. Did it all, the same platform in a fallen earth. Kept every single requirement. And God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Hallelujah. He certified him as his beloved son. And one time he thundered from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Hallelujah. God approved of the Lord Jesus. God said he was. And by his resurrection, he proved without a doubt that Jesus was his beloved and he obeyed everything and justified us. Hallelujah. Praise God. God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord is a gift. And you have to accept it or deny it. Not because... You worked for it, but because it is a gift. So, that's the grace of God. To be able to give us such a gift and for us to say yes to it is the response to the kind-hearted grace of God. And we are called now to be strong in that grace. To be strong in that and endure all kinds of hardness as a good soldier of Christ Enduring every battle, every test, every trial by the grace of God. The gift continues to give. He giveth more grace. Continues to pour out. You can still collect from that again and again. Hallelujah. You can still plumb and go further into it and draw it out because it's the very life and nature and ability of God himself. Hallelujah. (laughs) 
And you can fight many battles and triumphantly rule and reign in life as a king. You can run the race. You can finish the course. Hallelujah. You can endure to the very end. And you can say, I have done it. I'm ready to be offered. I'm ready to go home. Hallelujah. And you can partake of what you have sown on the earth. You can partake of what you have sown in the spirit. You can partake of all these benefits of God, which God looks at as seed. And you receive your harvest. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can, uh, Romans 6.23 in Canada. Hallelujah. What you do notice here that there are wages, but the wages of sin is death. This is what you get from working. Working in the flesh produces wages. But when you come into the things of Jesus, everything changes. Hallelujah. Notice in Galatians, the fifth chapter, a very interesting way of speaking. Notice here, verse 19, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. What a list. It has no end. Notice that. Which I tell you before, as I have told you in time past, they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom. Notice that there are works, and you get a wage for that. Praise God. In other words, all of these things that can be uh, worked for are fleshly things. What you cannot work for, which you must receive, is called the grace. Hallelujah. And that comes in the form of a different level. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit. It's not something that you work for. It's something that comes as fruit. Works and fruit. Works and fruit. Works and fruit. Fruit comes because you sow something. You sow seeds and you reap a harvest. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Hallelujah. So you could see basically that the way we are going to produce these fruits is by sowing. is by nurturing seed. Hallelujah. Taking care of God's seed, God's word, God's life, what Jesus gave us by grace. We begin to nurture it, we begin to water it, we begin to sow it, we begin to demonstrate it, you know, we begin to take care of it and we become partakers of the benefit of the fruit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Very interesting, isn't it? Hallelujah. Let's, let's read maybe... Um, 17 of Galatians 5, uh, sorry, um, yeah, 19. Galatians 5, 19. 
Praise God. But notice verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. So there is this phala or fruit compared to the kriegal, you know, and the works. Praise God. <laughs> As you can see in Kannada. So one involves lots of works. The other involves simple kingdom principle of sowing the seed, watering it, nurturing it, and seeing the harvest. Hallelujah. So any other kind of struggling in the flesh is not from the grace of God. It is uh, just trying to mimic the flesh. And the wages of that is nothing good. Hallelujah. What pleases God is when the seed of God's word is taken and it is put through the process of farming. That's why we are farmers. And it is nurtured and brought and put into the depths of our heart, planted there and watered over and over and over and given the necessary care and tender affection. Then it brings forth fruit. And that is different from wages. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Wages are something that you strive for in the flesh. You work hard in the flesh. There is work involved in farming. You know that. Farmers are are not easy guys. They are tough guys. They, They wake up early. They do their work. But it's different. You see them in some farm. They're not necessarily in executive offices here and there. They are out there. But they are feeding the nation. They may be looked down as nothing, uh, upon as nothing, and treated like trash. There's always a struggle about farmers and farmers' rights and, you know, all of that. But they are the ones that are actually feeding the world. And the process and the whole plan was from the seed that God would feed the whole world. It always came down to that. God did not just create everything uh, and say, now you can eat forever. He said, Combine uh, faith with me in that seed and let us trust the system of seed time and harvest to bring forth fruit. So in the natural you can see there's farming going on and it's taking care of the whole world. In the spirit realm what would happen if we started planting and nurturing and taking care of the harvest that's going to come out from the spirit realm? What do you think would happen? Of course we would be feeding the the entire planet also. Strengthening them to finish the plan of God for their lives. And every other, you know, blessing of God in the grace that's in Christ would be added onto us. Hallelujah. So we have to begin to rethink some things and all our, you know, so-called fleshly strivings have to cease. We have to now get seed, begin to deal with the seed of God's word, sow it in the heart, And begin to see results. We may have to spend time in that process. Because Jesus is the eternal seed. You're born again not of corruptible seed. But of incorruptible seed by the word of God. Which lives and abides forever. Hallelujah. So grace and this law of seed time and harvest cannot be separated. The gift of God and this whole method of sowing from the word, from the things that God has spoken and the result of the grace cannot be separated. And that's what we have to be strong about. Hallelujah. 
not just fleshly energies. Glory to God. Are you getting this? I don't know if we can uh, isolate some verses. Did we do um, the Fala? Yeah, I think we did. Praise God. All right, now let's jump back to see if we can stay on course here. Uh, it opens up a whole vista of thoughts and um, realm of activity. But there are many, many works of the flesh, as you can see. And uh, the interesting thing is that we also have fleshly nature, which uh, is still very much alive. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. Uh, we died to the flesh when Jesus died. Praise God. Hallelujah. But the flesh was still alive. You're a new creature. The old man was very much alive, but he was killed when Jesus died. Amen. The man on the inside, the spirit man, died. And then a new man came in there who is just like Jesus. However, the flesh was always the flesh. And it was there. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, praise God. So, that's why sometimes you don't feel like you're born again. You don't feel like a new creature. Because that person, you know, that you are used to communicating with is the man on the outside. We take directions from him. How does he feel? We are basically uh, taking uh, notes from him. How does he feel? What are his emotions? What are his feelings? And all of that. So we're so used to that, we have to now get retrained to begin to take instructions from within by the grace of God. What Jesus gave to us as a gift from the word of God, his way of thinking, his way of handling the promises of God becomes a new set of thoughts. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are learning how to switch out uh, from outer control to inner control. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice uh, Romans chapter 7 verse 2. For the woman which has an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So, while, so then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Hallelujah. Wherefore, my brethren, you also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that you should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Oh, very interesting. If the husband were alive, notice, and you married somebody else as a woman, you'd be called an adulterer. But if the husband had died, you could marry somebody else. You are loosed from that law. Amen. But what about if the husband doesn't die? How are you going to marry somebody else? See, you have to die. That's the only way you can marry another husband. Amen. <laughs> so Jesus figured it out. He said the flesh will be there because they have to live in this earthly body like everybody else. But I can, I can sort of kill them with my death so they can marry me. 
Amen. That's why we're the bride of Christ in relationship. Hallelujah. But the old husband is still alive. And he comes knocking. Knock, knock. Hello, remember me? And we can decide if we want to have anything to do with him or not. And there's a lot of works in that. It's like, I don't know why I'm doing this. But you just do it anyway. And there is a wage for that. And it's always... Reminds you of death and repent and cry out. Because you know you did the wrong thing. Hallelujah. So we don't want to run around with that old husband of ours. We want to get intimate with this prince that we have accepted as our husband. Who legally paid for us. Say amen somebody. Woo, glory to God. Ha 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 ha. Let's read uh, Romans 7 verse 1 to maybe 4. ಸಹೋದರರೆ ನ್ಯಾಯಪ್ರಮಾಣವನ್ನು ತಿಳಿದವರಿಗೆ ನಾನು ಹೇಳುವುದೇನೆಂದರೆ ಒಬ್ಬ ಮನುಷ್ಯನು ಜೀವದಿಂದಿರುವ ತನಕ ಅವನ ಮೇಲೆ ನ್ಯಾಯಪ್ರಮಾಣವು ಪ್ರಭುತ್ವ ಮಾಡುತ್ತದೆಂಬುದು ನಿಮಗೆ ಗೊತ್ತಿಲ್ಲವೇ ಗಂಡನಿರುವ ಸ್ತ್ರೀಯು ಅವನು ಬದುಕಿರುವ ತನಕ ನ್ಯಾಯಪ್ರಮಾಣದಿಂದ ಅವನಿಗೆ ಕಟ್ಟಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿದ್ದಾಳೆ ಗಂಡನು ಸತ್ತರೆ ಆಕೆಯು ಅವನ ನ್ಯಾಯಪ್ರಮಾಣದಿಂದ ಬಿಡುಗಡೆಯಾಗಿ ಅದ್ದಾಳೆ ಹೀಗಿರಲಾಗಿ ಗಂಡನು ಜೀವದಿಂದಿರುವಾಗ ಆಕೆ ಬೇರೊಬ್ಬನನ್ನು ಮದುವೆ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಂಡರೆ ವ್ಯಭಿಚಾರಿಣಿ ಎಂದು ಕರೆಯಲ್ಪಡುವಳು ಗಂಡನು ಸತ್ತರೆ ಆ ನ್ಯಾಯಪ್ರಮಾಣದಿಂದ ಆಕೆಯು ಬಿಡುಗಡೆಯಾಗಿ ಅದ್ದಾಳೆ ಹೀಗೆ ಆಕೆ ಮತ್ತೊಬ್ಬನನ್ನು ಮದುವೆ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಂಡರೂ ವ್ಯಭಿಚಾರಿಣಿಯಲ್ಲ ಹಾಗೆಯೇ ನನ್ನ ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನೀವು ಸಹ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ದೇಹದ ಮೂಲಕವಾಗಿ ನ್ಯಾಯಪ್ರಮಾಣದ ಪಾಲಿಗೆ ಸತ್ತಿರಿ ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಫಲಫಲಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಮತ್ತೊಬ್ಬನನ್ನು ಅಂದರೆ ಸತ್ತು ಜೀವಿತನಾಗಿ ಎದ್ದಾತನನ್ನು ಸೇರಿಕೊಂಡಿರಿ who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Hallelujah. Bringing forth fruit unto God. How do you get fruit from your husband? By getting close to him, taking the seed from him, and then you receive the fruit. Hallelujah. We're going to hang around with this husband, the word of God. Get real close with him. Accept the seed planted in our heart. And we will see fruit. Say amen. So there is a delicate, intimate place that we share with this great prince that we have married. This king of kings that we accepted. We bowed and accepted his proposition to us. You can have my life. The gift I give to you. And we said yes. The others are still wondering. So they can only bring forth, you know, flesh and the wages of which is death. They can only produce those kind of works. But we have this wonderful opportunity to sow seed in deep intimacy with God that bring forth life and blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's continue verse 5. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the Lord, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. That's all we could get out of it. Motions of sin... By the law did work in our members, in our bodily members. Hallelujah. Brought forth fruit unto death. Hallelujah. But now we are delivered from the law, 
that being dead wherein we were held that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter praise god so now we want to start living from the spirit not just in legalities of so-called laws amen we are not trying to do things in the flesh so believers can do things in the flesh based on external you know laws trying to please god but how we actually live is to bring forth fruit from the grace of god through his word planted in our hearts that's what pleases god hallelujah not fleshly operations of trying to conform to this law and that by law by external behavior and you know strength and uh, struggles praise god but because of intimacy with him and his word seed we now have a production from inside which affects outside and that sets us apart from religion and all man's plans to please god hallelujah fleshly things cannot please god faith pleases god hallelujah and we are here to please god hallelujah praise god let's hear verse 6 also and jump off if we can ಈಗಲಾದರೂ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಹಿಡುಕೊಂಡಿದ್ದ ನ್ಯಾಯಪ್ರಮಾಣದ ಪಾಲಿಗೆ ನಾವು ಸತ್ತ ಕಾರಣ ಅದರಿಂದ ವಿಮುಕ್ತರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ಹೀಗೆ ನಾವು ಅಕ್ಷರದ ಹಳೆ ರೀತಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಆತನನ್ನು ಸೇವಿಸದೆ ಆತ್ಮನಿಂದ ಹೊಸ ರೀತಿಯಲ್ಲಿಯೇ ಸೇವಿಸುತ್ತೇವೆ and start to say i need the the right words the right seed the right scriptures to bring into my heart get close to it water it thank god for it pray over it until fruit begins to come out amen now that is the approach that god is pleased with hallelujah amen glory to god let's go to the book of uh timothy again second timothy glory to god notice verse 1 Verse 1 says thou therefore my son be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ no man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier and if a man strive If a man also strive for masteries yet he is not crowned except he strive lawfully so there's a way to do these things the husband man that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits consider what i say and the lord give thee understanding in all things so there is a way that should be right before god there's what he appreciates rather than i think you should take this from me you know that was a separation between cain and abel He said, I'll bring it my way. And, and the other brother said, no, I'll bring it God's way. And the Bible says, it was by faith that he gave a better sacrifice than his brother. Because that involves God's way and pleasing God. Not giving your way what pleased you to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, let's hear verse 6 and 7 also in Kannada as we proceed. 
ಪ್ರಯಾಸಪಡುವ ವ್ಯವಸಾಯಗಾರನು ಫಲಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಮೊದಲನೆಯದಾಗಿ ಪಾಲುಗಾರನಾಗಿರತಕ್ಕದ್ದು ನಾನು ಹೇಳುವುದನ್ನು ಯೋಚಿಸು ಕರ್ತನು ಎಲ್ಲದರಲ್ಲೂ ನಿನಗೆ ವಿವೇಕವನ್ನು ದಯಾಪಾಲಿಸಲಿ So we have to please him. Hebrews 11:6 says without faith it is impossible to please him. Please the one that has enlisted you as a soldier. The number one way is to please him by faith, not by our feelings, not by what the body said about it. Hallelujah. He that comes to God must believe that he is and is a reward of them that diligently seek him. That has to be appreciated. That what you are doing inside with his word to please him by faith is going to be rewarded that god will reward you for it that is you know a core of the pleasing god combination and those who are enlisted to be his soldiers have to depend on that have to continue to believe god that way that he will pay us he will reward us that people may not see much going on on the outside but god sees what's going on on the inside hallelujah and he will reward you for that and that's what pleases him hallelujah not just a lot of fleshly activity thank god for the flesh but you cannot be dominated by the flesh hallelujah as here hebrews 11:6 also and then go to romans the 4th chapter ಆದರೆ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯಿಲ್ಲದೆ ದೇವರನ್ನು ಮೆಚ್ಚಿಸುವುದು ಅಸಾಧ್ಯ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ದೇವರ ಬಳಿಗೆ ಬರುವವನು ದೇವರು ಇದ್ದಾನೆ ತನ್ನನ್ನು ಜಾಗ್ರತೆಯಾಗಿ ಹುಡುಕುವವನಿಗೆ ಪ್ರತಿಫಲವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುತ್ತಾನೆ ಎಂದು ನಂಬುವುದು ಅವಶ್ಯ get close with it water it work with it until the harvest comes that's what god wants you may want something like that from the flesh to be done etc etc and that will help you but it may not please god hallelujah what god is pleased with is that you took the word you got close with it you planted it deep in your heart in your deep imaginations your deep thoughts you brought every other thing to obedience to god's word and guess what fruit came out of that reward came out of that that's what god gets excited about hallelujah so people will say oh after all that you just gave me a verse we don't want you to just get something anyhow but get it the right way according to the lawful strivings that you strive in the word it is said that you strive lawfully There's a way that you have to do it that that God really looks forward to has respect to therefore God had respect unto his offering Hallelujah Cain killed his brother because God respected his brother and his offering Hallelujah praise God now notice glory to God Romans 4 we talk about father Abraham and we are his heirs you know and uh, heirs of the blessing of father abraham because all the promises were made to one seed and that is christ hallelujah let's read galatians 3 before we come to romans just to uh, tie that up 
Notice Galatians 3.16. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He said not to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. So it was all about Jesus and God. God the Father, God the Son. (laughs) Promising each other. Wow. That is why it is impossible to break that. That's why nothing can break that covenant. It's an everlasting covenant. Because the blood of God, which was paid for to purchase us as the church, and the blood of Jesus, the two lives mixed together, and they had no beginning or end. So you can't break it. It's an everlasting covenant. And guess what? You are right there. You were put into Christ as you accepted the grace Of that gift. You said yes. I accept Jesus. Boom. You were instantly put into him. And it is though. As though you were given a free ride. In that everlasting covenant. Between father and son. Nice. Who were they thinking about? You. I don't know why. But God loves us so much. God did all this for us. He is like that. Praise God. As you read further down the same chapter, hallelujah, notice there in the 29th verse, and if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Let's hear the 29th also. Nivu Kristanavaragidare Abrahamana Santatiavaru Agdanakanusaravagi Badiru Agidiri. Amen. Now, you know, there are some truths which you are very familiar with that Abraham, without seeing, believed, but Thomas, only after touching and feeling, believed. So we are sharing Abraham's inheritance because we, without seeing, believed. Hallelujah. That's how we became uh, heirs of Abraham's faith and heirs of the blessing. Hallelujah. And that's what pleases God. Hallelujah. So we go to Romans 4. Thank God we are not like Thomas. Romans 4 says, over there, um, verse 16, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to that which is of the law, but to that which is also of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. The faith of Abraham is what we are uh, benefactors of. That's what we are enjoying. That is the reality. You have the faith of Father Abraham. (laughs) You have it right now. And this is the operation of it. Notice how it worked. As it is written, the seed of God's word, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Hallelujah. This is the essence of it. You believe and call things according to God's word. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. So there was a seed, the word. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. 
when he was about 100 years old. Yet the deadness uh, of Sarah's womb. See, the main thing he had to learn to do was to not check and see how his body felt. He was putting the body under, in other words. The faith of God always puts the body and the fleshly uh, stimuli under. You have to consider not. And then begin to consider what God said, what the Word said. Hallelujah. Of course, his body said all kinds of negative things. His wife's body just said, we're dead. 20, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. In other words, there was plenty chance to stagger. But he at some point decided, I'm not going to stagger anymore. Stagger means you waver. How do I feel? I don't feel too good, but I believe God. I don't know what to say. I don't see anything, but oh, I believe I'm rich. All of that staggering is going on, but at some point you declare, I'm not staggering anymore. I staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, looking at circumstances, looking at storms, situations, newscasts, whatever is out there, body readings, lab tests, etc., etc. But I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. That I have taken his word, I'm calling those things which be not as though they are. I am planting, I am expecting harvest to come forth. I'm giving glory to God. Hallelujah, this word cannot fail. Hallelujah, it lives forever. You can give glory to God. You can thank him even though your whole body says something else. Why? 21, being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Being persuaded that if God said it, it would come to pass. God would make sure it comes to pass. It will come to pass because God will make sure it comes to pass. It's not in your department. It is God going to make it come to pass. You have to be convinced that if God promised it, the one who promised it is going to keep it. That's the power of the promise. Now you just need to uh, get intimate with it just like Abraham did. And it's never too late to do that. You may be almost 100, but you can begin. (laughs) Therefore it was imputed unto him for righteousness. Righteousness came because he believed. That is how the person got righteous. Not because he acted righteous, but because he believed what God said. Because he acted on what God said, it got close to his thinking. In spite of all the challenges, he continued to believe he was the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It was a gift given to him. Jesus became sin for him that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. So notice that at some point we have to decide that you're not taking orders from the man on the outside anymore. That old husband, even though he's there. Knock, 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 knock. Hello, I'm here. It's your old guy. I have to say no. (sighs) I'm not paying attention to you. Even though he's staring you in the face and he's in your face with all of his stuff. He says, I promise you a good time. He says, shut up. This door is locked in your face. I put you under. I bring you to submission. 
Otherwise, Paul said he himself would become a castaway because all of us have to deal with that flesh. He's alive. We died to him and live again to Christ. The new creature still has to think through this mind about choices and make the right choices because choice belongs to us. God gave that to us. And that's why we are rewarded as we act according to his way. We are rewarded. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can read 16 all the way to maybe 21. 22, sorry. Adakarana Krupe Indale Doreva Abadyateu Nambikeya Mukantara Sikuttade, Higea Vagdanavu Abrahamana Santati Varilarigu Andare Nyaya Pramanavanu Adara Madikondavarige Matra Valade Namelarige Tande Agiruva Abrahaman Alidanta Nambike. Nanu Ninanu Aneka Janangavarige Tande Yagi Nemisidene Indu Baradiruva Prakara, Devaru Sattavaranu Badukisuvavanagyu, Illa Adanu Iruvadagi Karevavanagyu, Agiddan Indu Devara Munde Abrahamanu Nambidanu. Avanu Tanu Aneka Janangavarige Tande Yagi Ruvanemba Nirikshige Aspada Villa Diruvagalu, Nina Santanavu Higaguvadu Indu Hedal Fatante Nirikshisi Nambidanu. Avanu Hitchu Kadime Nuruvarushadavanagidu Tana Dehavu Agalem Rutaprayavaitindu Saradige Garbakala Kadaduvo Itindu Yochisidano Adagyu Avanu Apanambike in the Chanchalanagalilla Devaru Madida Vagdana the Vishayadali Avanu Apanambike in the Chanchalachitanagalilla Adare Devaranu Ganapadisuvanagi Drudanambikeula Vanadano Athanu Tana Vagdana Vanu Neraveri Suvadake Samartan Indu Pura Baravasa Vitano Hallelujah. So our business is to get close to these things and consider, if God said it, will he do it? Get so close to the word and be convinced, fully persuaded, that if God said it, God will also perform it. Hallelujah. Can we thank him for that right now as we uh, bless his holy name. Saparande le kula busto mambre Thank you for the grace that is in Christ Jesus that was given to us. Thank you for the choice that we still have, that we can use our choices. Lord, sometimes we wish we were robots, but ha ha ha. Thank God that you still gave us choice to choose properly. And that we can get close to the word and intimate with the seed. And you, O great king and prince of our life, Hapashika Takaya. Lover of our soul, who gave everything, went to hell for us, paid the ultimate price. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you that you are there praying for us 24-7. You are speaking on our behalf right now, that we can continue to meditate, continue to speak the word, continue to plant it in our hearts. And Abraham at that age, and Sarah in that condition, what challenges it must have been. But they continued and they received And we are here because of that today. That that same faith is going to work in each one of our lives. That we don't have to listen to the body. We don't have to listen to our senses. We can put our flesh under. We can bring it to subjection. To God's final word authority system. Hallelujah. Thank you for helping us Holy Spirit. To get close with the seed. Get close to the 
one who sowed it in our hearts. Oh, mambrele vebeno crusuto, another level of walk with the word and the seed of God. The law of sowing and reaping. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will never cease. La prakasakata kalima kasutoro kosolondo. One of these days, our bodies will receive a full harvest of a new spiritual body. Because Jesus gave himself, planted himself into the bowels of the earth for our sake. That he would be the first fruit and we all would follow later. Mambra Lasta in a glorious resurrection body. Brista Frafa Fela Fala Dora Kala Bia Zandalama. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you for these thoughts. Thank you for helping us, Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, team. Hallelujah. You're blessed. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. You can do so and expect the goodness of God to break forth in your life and continue to be just like Father Abraham, expecting God to perform what he promised in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. See you again.